okay, is this going to be our trailer or are we doing a different trailer? <laughs> You're searching for coffee and I'm just sitting here. <laughs> right. Thanks, thanks for all of your assistance. You're doing great. No, really, you're doing great. Two men from across the world searching to explain the cultural divide between white people and brown people and failing regularly on a day-to-day -day basis. There's your trailer. Oh, yeah, that is exactly what I'm going to use. <laughs> Deep pack the Chopra. What the hell is this timing? <laughs> that is a glove for me cleaning the bathrooms. I just wanted to point that out. Uh-huh. Entrepreneurship where you're never too good to clean a toilet. <laughs> That's how it should start, right? <laughs> that is, you know, I always say when people go to chef school, it's a joke what they should start them out in as is as a custodian or they should learn electrical or heat and air. Mm -hmm. That's what they actually need to know. Cooking, you can find somebody to cook, but you need to know how to do that too. So what's up, man? How are you? I'm good, dude. I know we're a little early today. That's okay. I got bread in the oven. I'm rolling. I get, we're meeting with the uh, uh, attorney general today, or not attorney general, attorney general's office today about the Oklahoma County Jail. So. I got a busy day and then the budget for the city today. And there's, there's nothing more exciting than a budget meeting. Yay. Hey, those are the exciting times huh? when I get to pull out spreadsheets and be like, okay, listen, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good news is, is we are not a city that's struggling for money. Mm -hmm. So you're not looking for cuts. You're looking for the best way to spend it to get the best long-term bang for your buck. Um, invariably once a city becomes a little prosperous, they spend the money on frivolous stuff that doesn't last for when you don't have any money, you know? So you just want really good parks and stuff like that. So when people don't have money, they can walk to the park still. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So that's what we're doing today. See those neighborhoods where they have like those fancy streetlights and there's some sort of metal thing that is just purely there for design. And I'm yeah. like, okay, yeah. streetlight mustache. <laughs> okay that was pretty good and very accurate so i what's weird is so our city council went from being all parents mm -hmm. to like three people with no kids and now we are back to i believe all parents okay. no no one guy doesn't have kids and and we think differently yeah, but you it's know, a it's reflection of the city's population, right? The way the demographics in the village have changed. No. So right now we only have one younger person on there. Um, the young lady that was on there got beat. And then the young man, obviously, we had some turmoil with. Uh, our population, we have the highest, uh, I can't remember whether it's lesbian or gay per capita in the United States. Yeah, in yeah. the village. Something about the... Uh, Huge concentration of LGBTQ, right. whatever the rest, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because we welcome them, you know, and, and <laughs> evidently they can't be in Florida anymore. The place where Disney, the place where Disneyland is. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I, I feel I'm watching the demise of parts of our country by the day. Who is Ron DeSantis waging war against today? 
some liberty. so uh, i i don't know they had they had a major one yesterday where a teacher played a film that had a gay character in it now they're trying to pull her teaching certificate and you just go i this is some straight out of 1930s bullshit you know before everything went really wrong in 1940s are these kids just gonna be walking on the street and see a gay or lesbian couple and have a heart attack and pass out. Oh God. <laughs> so, so here's, here's what, <clears throat> what is amazing in the bit, in the work that I do, um, I am mm. shocked at the amount of people in power that are abusing kids, students, players, etc. Shocked. Mm. And I'm even more shocked by the lack of action by the people that are in charge to solve that. And we have something in the United States called title nine. And that means if you see it, you must report it. And guess what's not happening? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know if people that are really, really, really conservative, because I don't know, and I, I do need to start asking. I just, I'm embarrassed that I have to. Um, I don't, I think they believe that maybe if you're around gay people, you catch it. So if I ever, if I ever told you, <clears throat> so my Are these the same mouth-breathing assholes who didn't take the vaccination and were running around? <laughs> exactly, and they're still alive. And and so evidently some of their more reasonable friends have gone away, but now we've got just the extremists that made it through COVID. Mm-hmm. So when, when I was a little boy, I had a friend named Petey, I don't want to say his last name because we're on an international podcast. <laughs> but um, when we were little kids, you know, we used to play and and you'd do the normal things that little kids do. You just kind of want to see how everybody's stuff works. And uh, and he was never interested in how the girl's stuff works. And mm-hmm. I was. And I didn't care. You know, grew up to be perfectly good friends. I, I mean, it, it, you know, it just didn't matter. But I was aware of it at a very young age that he was different than me. And I was totally okay with it. Now, I don't know... If you were going to catch it, I would have caught it from him. I'm around him every day. But instead... If somebody takes this conversation out of context, Sean. Oh, yeah. oh, I know. <laughs> well, and you know they're going to because I do have political stalkers. Oh, I don't At this point, I don't care. But if you think about it, you know, and then the pray the gay away, you know, where you send them to camps and you're going to do that. And you go, look, man, all of that is proven not to work. And these people are just doing it to move their own agenda forth. And that, that, that's the part that sucks. And you're picking on people. How many, how many high schools did you go to or colleges? How many, how many did you go to? Institutions in total, I would have been to one, two, three, four, five, five. Okay. So I went to five high schools and four colleges. And, mm-hmm. and it wasn't because I was such a good student and they wanted me at the next place. But here's the, here's the thing that I will tell you. Um, being the new person at a place like that, that generally gets bullied terribly. Mm-hmm. Guess who always welcomed me? The people who were slightly different and weird. Everybody that was weird welcomed me in like I was their best friend. They were just happy to have somebody new to talk to. Guess who never, ever, ever welcomed me in? Just straight white guys. Is exactly. <laughs> exactly. In an all boys school, straight white guys. And if it was a mixed school, it was the straight white guys and or their girlfriends. Mm. And it's really weird to be on the other end of that now because I look like them. Yeah. And my wife looks like them. Mm. And neither one of us have any 
way to fit into that community, nor do we have any desire. I just don't, I don't, I don't understand how this bullying with all of the anti-bullying stuff we have in America has moved into everyday politics. Thank you, Donald. Thank you, Donald. (laughs) But do you know what you are describing is kind of the outliers, especially with the way you feel there are, what I've noticed is people all over the world, like the majority of them do want to stick their nose in somebody else's way of life and fuck with them and tell them how oh, yeah. they think yeah. they should live, which is just yeah. fucking human nature. The oceans yeah. are boiling in here. We are fucking irritated about yeah. <laughs> marrying. <laughs> I'm worried about bigger things. Really. <laughs> and if And you know what? If you're happy, you probably won't screw up as much stuff mm-hmm. as somebody who's unhappy. Yeah. So I want you to be happy. Mm-hmm. You know, hurt people hurt people. So there was a there's a Native American chief Wait. here, and, and he was trying to figure out what the Europeans wanted. You know, because their their confusion was like, "There's all this land. What do you 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 say you want this, and it'll make you happy, and that doesn't make you happy." And he said, um, "White people put trees where there are no trees, and they cut down trees where there are trees." Mm-hmm. And it just makes no sense. And I may have that backwards, you know, which whatever one he said first, and you just go, eh, we're still at it. Figure out. That sounds like global economic policy. <laughs> right. Oh, exactly. <laughs> and, and you know, I, well, because you think about it, you know, World Bank, who, who runs it? The people with money. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's I, I have been fortunate to be around really successful people and really non-successful people and a bunch of average people and and what I've found is I can sit down with about anybody and have a really nice meal and really enjoy myself. And yeah. they can really enjoy themselves. And that's probably the best part of life for me. Does sound nice. <laughs> um, crazy. So what's up with you today? I see your lace curtains in the background. Oh, I didn't have the lace, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I did have another lady clarify this to me last night. She said there were two ways to say Lace curtain. For those of you who are just joining us, lace curtain is a term referred to when Irish people came over and they had money, that they had lace curtains in their house. But it was also a derogatory term. If you were so poor, you had cobwebs in your windows that looked like lace curtains. How shitty is that? Oh, nice lace curtains there, George. (laughs) We human beings are fucking pieces of shit. Ah, man. (laughs) Man, wow. Yeah, we, we really are a piece of work. Mm-hmm. I was actually and people go, well, we're, they go, well, we're animals. That's why we behave that way. And you go, animals don't behave like this. <laughs> nope. <laughs> they kill for food. Yep. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. So what's on the agenda today, my man? Since I've told you all my stories here. <laughs> We're just going through a random list of topics today. Oh, all right. What do we got? Real estate agents. Oh, Lord. Wow. Yeah. I actually spoke to one in Austin yesterday, last night, yeah. daytime, because of the real estate application. But yeah. she completely derailed my chain of thought and went into properties that she's looking to sell. And I was like, of course. What am I doing on this call? <laughs> of course like, you did. I was like, listen, lady, I'm supposed to explain this application to you. That's it. Right. <laughs> I don't know why you're trying to sell me land in Austin. 
ABC, always be closing. That's any good salesperson. ABC, always be closing. She was looking for her way in. I know. And the weird part is that I think every real estate firm throughout, at least in the US, what I've seen, and even in most of Europe, I think real estate agents have more headshots than fucking actors do these days. Right. And they have like broke fucking kids working at Starbucks and these fucking idiots have like the expensive photographers come and take the picture. (laughs) Right. So here's the thing behind that, because none of us really interact with them. So we only hire them off of that photograph. So they're just like politicians. They've got that one, you know, do you want the big teeth? Do you want want me to look like your friend? So um, I'm at a meeting for advanced cities is what it was called. I get invited to as a city councilman. And it was the most boring two hours of, of shit I already knew, which is, hey, if more people live in the city, we can distribute resources easier. And you go. Uh, maybe until the people who own those buildings jack up the rent and then that, nobody gets anything <laughs> and walkability and all this other bullshit that everybody all literally knows has not worked out. So there's a big lady in the audience, but she was the smartest one in there and she was a realtor. And then she knew cost structures. She knew how much everything was going up, what she could get versus what they were. I, and I sat there and went, that's my realtor. But I won't, I won't lie. I would interview a couple of the other ones just for fun. <laughs> you know, I mean, think about it. Do, do you have respect for realtors? Most of the times, no. <laughs> right. That's pretty normal. And, and, you know, I don't want any realtors write me a letter or anything, but, you know, nobody thinks too highly of the profession. We used to think of lawyers that way until you found out what a shitty lawyer does. <laughs> you can write us letters, just stop wearing pointy shoes. <laughs> I will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I see those pointy shoes, I'm like, ah, that's oh, a realtor. <laughs> yeah. They're trying to get me. They're trying to get me. Well, I, so the, the thing is, and seeing, seeing as I was just in Austin last week, what I would tell you is they have millions, millions of square feet of mm-hmm. unused office. So Google built this beautiful building, or they had somebody else build it. They were leasing it, 500,000 square feet, which is a lot of feet, right? Yeah. And the building looks like a sail of a sailboat. The only place I've seen something like that was, I believe, in Dubai. And the one in Dubai was was epic. So, you know, we've copied it a little bit over here. And then they pulled out of their lease or bought their way out of their lease. Oh. So it's just sitting there empty. Mm-hmm. What does that tell you about the tech sector? I know. It kind of completely changed it. I also look at so many, so much commercial space here and wonder why all these buildings are empty now. Because most of the companies have given their employees an option to work from home. Right. Three days a week. Well, and, and if... Yeah. And if they can do it, my God, what a savings on space. Oh, I mean, do you really need to drive in shitty traffic, walk around with way too many people to go into an office with people you really don't like? Mm-hmm. And the, always the weird people stop by your office to talk to you every day. And I'm like, uh, dude, I'm on the phone. No, really, like I'm I'm on the phone. Stop talking. And they always talk to you at a level where you're like dealt high, which is <laughs> I can't tell if it's a power move or just made to gross me out a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I I have not had wonderful experiences in the office, but what I found when I was younger is my boss wanted me there because my energy made other people feel like they needed to keep up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yep. 
that's why they paid for the space is so other people could hear me on the phone. Cause you know, I worked five hours there instead of eight and got all my stuff done because I had a business to run on the side. Yeah. What was this? The mortgage sale? No. Yeah. I did. I did. I did mortgages. Yeah. And I was good at it. I made a lot of money. I won't lie. You did it while you were running the restaurant? Oh God. Yeah. When Kathy first moved down here, you know, we had the five mm -hmm. kids in private schools. That's quite a bill. <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta, you, you gotta, when, when we took on, when I, when we got married, there's, you know, stuff came with that and good and bad and, and, you know, bad were just more bills. The kids were great. She was great. So it was worth it, but I could go in and not take a lunch and not waste my time and use the five optimum hours during the day and get more done than anybody else in the office did in eight hours because they screwed around for two or three of them. Oh, I think they screwed it down for a lot longer than that. That's the reason yeah. why you get interrupted at your office all the time. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, they would wander office to office and chat with people. And I'm like, dude, I got I, I got seven people in my house. I, I, I got I to gotta make some money. Leave me alone. <laughs> but, but here's the funny thing I don't, if I don't well I'm sure I've talked to you about it I, I haven't talked to our audience about it so my skill set was my comfort level with immigrants and so I speak Spanish um, probably not as well as I should anymore but I'm old but when I was younger I spoke better Spanish and, uh, and especially for a white guy I was fluent you know so I could take applications in Spanish and I didn't screw anybody over I charged them the same price as I charged all the whiteies and, uh, and so I I, I don't I don't believe I ever wrote an, a mortgage for an Indian, though, to be totally honest with you. I lots of Asians from um, like like East Asia. Yeah. And what we would do is if you get one of them, give them a good deal. And then you got their whole family, their cousins or relatives. And hey, that's I'm the sure nice thing my... about the immigrants. If they know that yeah. you didn't screw their friend over, they will bring the rest right. of the crew to you. Yeah. And 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 the people in the office would be like, have this guy write 20 loans. And you go. Um, cause you're trying to rob everybody. And I just decided it was way easier to have, you know, 10 or 15 loans closed per month. And look, you could live fine on that. There was no reason to, and, and then immigrants credit scores, always excellent. Oh yeah. Always crazy good. I don't know if you all are just too afraid to get thrown out of a country, like your credit score matters, but it, you know, it really does it. Cause I don't fuck with anything. Yet. Yeah. But here's the deal. If you called me for a loan, Mm -hmm. I would charge you less than 1%, no back-end fees or any of the other BS that everybody tries to do. Mm -hmm. I could have you done in 30 minutes, and then it all goes to underwriting. So in 30 minutes, I could make 1% of that loan. That's a lot of money in the long run. Yeah. Sorry. And then you go to your friends and show them the, you know, as as people do, show them the paperwork from the other guy that tried to get $5,000 out of you. <laughs> I know. It yeah. And like it's any of those businesses with these kind of commission type deals, it's always scary to find the right person who will not right. screw you over. Yeah. And if you do, but you know, my deal was, Hey, if your credit credit score was over 700, I don't really do any work. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I really don't. I type it in, I type your application in and then it goes to somebody else who does all the work. And then I get a check at the end. It's really it's not that hard. <laughs> yeah. But what I, what I found is I, I was kind of burned out by 10 o'clock at night. And, and, you know, cause I'd be dealing with people from 10 AM to 10 PM nonstop, you know, and I pick up my kids from school and drop them off and stuff in the meantime, but that's what it took. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
Got to do what it takes. So, <laughs> so to all of my friends over here, that's but that's the thing to find. And so um, you think about so like my my dad's friends, he would know one guy that knew how to do this, one guy that knew how to do this, and that person's all of a sudden the man, you know, mm-hmm. because they're the one that has the hookup with with the people, and that really does matter. Oh yeah, makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Loco de la cabeza. That's what it was. Oh, I was going to tell you about the weird joke setup that I was looking at that I don't think it'll work in India, but it was a, it was kind of a decent thing. <laughs> I'll tell you. Yeah. It's basically about me running into some guy who owned a restaurant. Right. <laughs> it's not written about you. <laughs> and this is, it sounds <laughs> vaguely familiar. <laughs> this is old material, Sean. <laughs> right. There you go. <laughs> it was basically about that guy telling me that, hey, whenever you have time, why don't you come by to my restaurant and I'll get you hooked up type shit. Yeah. So I go by the restaurant and that guy's obviously not there. And I don't remember his yeah. name. So I speak to the hostess yeah. and I'm like, hey, I'm guessing I met this guy who I think is your owner or whatever. Yeah. And so he told me that he'll take care of me if I was at the restaurant. So I was just trying to find out if he's around it. And right. she calls somebody else who's like a one step above her. And I'm like, okay. Maybe this guy knows what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> and that yeah. guy walks out and looks at me and says, So you don't need to do anything. This is a cheesecake factory. Please come in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's a solid setup. That was good. <laughs> I love the people who go, Come on by, I'll take care of you. And you go, Are you giving me a hand job? I mean, what does that mean? What does that, I know. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> Because everybody's idea of taking care of somebody may have a different <laughs> may have different ideas. <laughs> oh Lordy. Okay, that is that okay. So what you gotta tell people is go a setup for a joke is the story you tell before mm-hmm. everything goes left or right, which is then the punchline. So you know, you tell this really innocuous or normal story that doesn't mean anything you know i ran into this guy and he told me to come by his restaurant and he'd take care of me so i went there and then obviously the owner of cheesecake factory has never at the cheesecake factory but that was great that was that, that was, that was need to change it up to match some restaurant which has like the cheesecake factory status yet <laughs> Probably have to do yeah, it AFC or something <laughs> that would that would be good and uh do you guys have the the um, the Muslim chicken place there? So there's a place in the Middle East that does really great marinated and then roasted or grilled chicken, but it's dynamite. We have no? all the Middle Eastern food here. Yeah, oh, I'm not sure if there's. But none of them, none of them, well known enough where you could use that one. Yeah. Probably. Huh. I probably have to change it up depending on which locality I'm at and talking to which crowd. <laughs> right. Yeah, figure out what, what they're... Hey, it's a steak place. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, that, would, that could go bad in so many ways with so many different audiences in your country. Some idiot visiting the U.S. would probably think that he needs to know the owner before walking into a cheesecake factory and might never go in there <laughs> because of money dumbassery. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean... I think you could also run that on a, 
I mean, you have KFC and what else? What do you What do you have that are KFC, restaurants that I that I refuse to eat at? What What other ones do you have? See, this is my problem even with people here. Okay, every time I tell them I go to KFC or McDonald's to get something, they'll pretend like I'm the only one keeping them afloat in this fucking country. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, listen, motherfuckers, there are other people who are coming here and eating without me. Yes, there are. <laughs> yes, there are. So I don't. My argument is. I, I like Kentucky Fried Chicken. I like their chicken, but Popeyes is better. Oh yeah, I actually. I mean, Popeyes. Yeah, KFC. Right, and you guys would seem to be more Popeyes type people yeah. with the amount of spices you like than than KFC. KFC is it's Southern Cracker Chicken, <laughs> but it's still good. <laughs> Do you know there's actually a Chili's here? There's a Chili's and a TGI Fridays. But that's the- where the last TGI Fridays is. It's in uh-huh. India. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The first time we drove past the TGI Fridays in Oklahoma, uh-huh. Alex looked at me and he was like, "Why do you recognize that restaurant?" And I was like, "Oh, TGIF." <laughs> and he was like, "What the fuck is TGIF?" And I was like, <laughs> "I didn't want to say Friday." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you want to do you want to hear my business lesson of the day? Mm-hmm. So I'm about uh, maybe 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 21 or 22 years old, and uh, and I've owned my first restaurant by then, and uh, and I wasn't very good at it. And so what I what I learned is I saw these corporate restaurants coming in and opening, and they were incredibly organized, like the so they would have a rail car come in that had their furniture in it and everything, and they'd log it all in and all this stuff, and so. I thought, well, I mean, let's not be the angry independent business owner and not understand why these guys are able to expand nationwide other than all the money in the world. Because Pillsbury owns Bennigan's, this place called Bennigan's. TGI Friday's the original version. So um, so I, it's getting ready to open and I go apply for a job there to be a waiter. And and the guy's looking at my, my what do you call it, a CV? My, my handwritten Just say resume. resume. CD so I can sound like I'm international. Like doing, but today we're <laughs> just gonna dumb everything down. <laughs> so I hate <laughs> and he uh he goes, Why do you want to work here? And I said, Oh, I just I want to learn how you guys do this. And he goes, What do you mean? And I said, Well, you're way more efficient than any places I've ever worked. So I just want to know how and he didn't really believe me. So they brought me in as a waiter and I trained, and there were two days worth of training, and you would have thought you were at some uh rah rah festival that <laughs> got everybody excited for a sales festival. And and then they came out and talked about the company. You know, we have no debt, we have this much cash on hand, all this stuff. So everybody would feel comfortable working at a new place. So then we we finally opened. And I was used to making about 200 to $250 a night, even back then as as a server in a gourmet restaurant. And uh I made like $60. And I was like, I, I, I don't know how anybody can live on this. And everybody else was like, oh, man, I made 60 bucks. And I'm like, holy shit. But they had me doing all of the work, side work, <clears throat> that a dishwasher <clears throat> or a bus person would do that was making four times the amount of money as me. Ah. The way they made their money was having the lowest paid. Hold on. The way they made their money was having the lowest paid employee, which is a server, mm-hmm. because we make tips, do manual labor as part of your opening and closing. Like I was washing chairs and I'm like, yeah, dude, I don't do this for two bucks an hour. And they go, no, it's on your sheet. 
<laughs> I don't care if it's on the sheet or not. I wait tables. <laughs> but I figured out how they do it. Huh. Isn't that crazy? That is weird. And a very, very well-known chain here pays cashiers <clears throat> about $5 less an hour than they would normally have to do. And they probably have 100 restaurants, maybe more. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound like a big deal till you do the math. It and then they leave a chip, a, a tip jar out in front, like the the guys they punched your order into a computer, and that's all they did. And you're supposed to tip them, but that's how they get around paying them a real wage. Mm-hmm. Sneaky, sticky, dicky, yeah. dicky move, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I got that going for me. What if no actually thought about it, James? Like even those places where they make you do certain. Um, certain tasks on your own that they're like okay right. here's a cup go fucking fill it up on your own <laughs> exactly right I know. so you know when i do it i always go hey can i get some coffee and they go what and i go yeah where's the employee basement I, they go what are you talking about and i go do you guys have a coffee machine for employees and they go yeah and i go where's it at if you're gonna make me do this work i want free coffee just like you get and they all think i'm crazy which evidently i am I would think you're crazy, even if, even though I understand what you're asking them and why you're doing it. <laughs> I think I may have taken the learning lesson and made it a little more complicated than they were prepared for. Not funny, but hey, they get away with it, dude. Hell you know, yeah. you go to I don't care where you go, and they've got self check. That line is full. <laughs> but you know, do do you know why I go to self check? Mm-hmm. I just want to get in and out of the place. Oh, I used to be vehemently against it and i'm like you know you're not gonna have any things for laborers to do we have plenty of work for labor to do that's why ten thousand people are on the mexican border waiting to come in yes There's plenty of work we just don't want it <laughs> it must be it, sorry i must be wondering why we circle back to immigration all the time it's only because it's yeah. a massive fucking issue <laughs> yeah well so here's the thing i mean since we're talking to people from two different countries or mm-hmm. more Damn. Immigration, I don't care where you are right now, is an issue. And it's going to be a bigger issue. So here, let me go back to Ron DeSantis, okay? Our favorite friend who's a governor of a place called Florida that has like 1,800... <laughs> yes, right. You're America's limp penis, I think. Is good <laughs> way you have to put that. So if you had a state with over 1,800 miles of water mm-hmm. and climate change is happening what should be your most important item take a fight with disney and the mouse because they are right annoying. <laughs> and 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 the funnest people that live in your state other than the, all the retirees from back east none of which are fun mm-hmm. and you want to pick on all the gay people I think if we really look at global warming, that's what he's avoiding talking about. He is in the most vulnerable state. The place is flat as hell. Mm -hmm. And if we go up a few feet, they lose trillions of dollars of real estate. Oh, yeah. And the way you keep them. Yeah. I I just I just can't believe people are this dumb, dude. It bothers me. See, people, human beings are like crows. Anything shiny, they'll get distracted by it. Right. Now, yeah. his fuckery with this would be bothered about, though, part of that state might be underwater. <laughs> right. 
But isn't it weird that that's the route he chose to go? You know, you're going to anger the place with the best lawyers. I mean, it's it's crazy. So he's going to lose over and over, but he's okay because he'll put up the fight. So I had one of my uh, non-complimentary people on social media about a project I'm working on. And he goes, well, you're awfully confident, aren't you? And I wrote back and I go, I'm a 60-year-old. I, I don't have a confidence problem. <laughs> Gotta, I need to go to the bathroom every hour on the hour problem. That's my problem. Confidence is not it because I'm competent at many things. <laughs> I was like, who the fuck says that to an old person? You can, Well, you're awfully confident, aren't you? I'm pretty sure he was like my age or younger and just being a dick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, you go, do you say that to a surgeon? You feel mighty confident, don't you? <laughs> See, this is why I've always told you, Sean, we both need to, you there and me here, at least temporarily when we're in different countries, we need to both hang out with a rocket scientist. (laughs) We're stuck in an idiotic conversation. That person just looks over and goes like, well, he's not talking to you about rocket science, is he? I'm like, oh, fucking idiot talking to me about some dumb shit. (laughs) You're awfully confident, aren't you? I I don't even know what to say to you know what my dad would have said to me if I said that to somebody mm-hmm. he wouldn't have he wouldn't have spoken to me again he would have been so ashamed I'm, I'm gonna in my free time I'm gonna build an app that just says <laughs> well it's not rocket science is it <laughs> <laughs> anytime you're in an awkward conversation just hit that button oh, yeah. <laughs> for those of you who don't know the backstory to this I was learning how to fly airplanes and the teacher came by and I was working on a math problem. Not my specialty, not my specialty. I, I cook really good though. Um, and I was like, man, this math is really hard. And he goes, it's because it's rocket science. And I was like, ouch, that hurts so <laughs> bad. But I did get an A, I'm able to fly. I can get a plane in the air and I can get a plane on the ground and I won't make any jokes about whatever else I could do with a plane because somebody will record it and use it against me. <laughs> oh, I've had those moments where I've just been staring at something that has been obvious to everybody around me except me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Jesus, how dumb am I? Why am I here? <laughs> okay, but here's here's the calculation. So you take everybody's weight that's coming onto your plane, right? Mm-hmm. And if they're female, what are you supposed to do to the weight? Add twenty percent. Now, if Super we say that in modern day. <laughs> In, right. In modern day, you can't say shit like that. You mm-hmm. literally can't say, hey, they're going to lie about their weight. And if you don't want your plane to hit the ground, you got to add 20 percent. And you go, dude, you cannot say that. You <laughs> literally cannot say that. And he goes, but it's true. And we will die. <laughs> John, you should just stand by a passenger planes <laughs> like the name of the person. And as they're walking in, go like, nope, that's not the right way <laughs> One twenty. <laughs> I think it's more like one forty-two, ma'am. I, yeah, you'd be popular there. Can you imagine all the Karens jumping your ass on that deal? So I, I get where the guy was coming from, but I also was doing it. You have to do it on your leg, so you wear these pants that have a clear flap in them, and so you can do all the math while you're flying, right? Wow. Well, you want to do the weight and everything before you fly, but there's also no room for anything. Cockpits are really small, no pun intended. Mm-hmm. Um, but you got to do it all on this little card. And and I'm good at long math just from doing restaurants. So, you know, you can go, and the average person, that's not their thing, but they can do every other math that I'm unable to do. 
but you have to add 20 percent to any women yeah how's that working for you that is awesome <laughs> but i do realize that especially with like uh the stuff at the pub is as well at yeah. times they would have heard me go over the application architecture with some client i was talking to right. and they'll tell me how many beers i had and i'd <laughs> suddenly i'll just go blank and want to know how to calculate that <laughs> i'll be like sorry <laughs> do i can do know? all this other stuff but all of a sudden three beers at six dollars each <laughs> i don't know it's not 18 it must be right hey man wait till you get to be my age deepak shit it's just starting <laughs> I will go to the store and I can't remember why I went. Like I'm standing in the middle of a store like a crackhead or like I've smoked too much weed. And I'm like, I have no idea why I'm here. And then I go, if I wander around, I'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. Now, who do I look like wandering around in a store? I look like that. Well, terrorists now look like this. So now I look like a terrorist <laughs> looking for something to do. Where before mm -hmm. I just looked like an old freaking weirdo. See, the rise of the new Nazis is ruining it for the white man once again. <laughs> it is it is killing us as if our reputations were bad enough as it is. Man. I always, you know, so here's here's a funny one that I know we've got to end up here. So I you know, any anything that you fill out on applications and stuff like this will always ask you what you are. Mm -hmm. You know, what do you write down? What do you say you are? So nowadays, they'll ask me to specify which part of Asia I'm from, whether it's East Asia or something else, because I think ah. it has to do with differentiating between me and Chinese people. Because it's yeah. like Mark Asian, and suddenly the immigration officer just looks up and goes like, sorry, what the fuck? And I'm like, dude, <laughs> India is in Asia. Just shut in the Asia. and process this. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> wow. Okay, that's hilarious. Okay, so I get... It says, you know, white, black, Hispanic, Native American, or other. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be in the same category with some of these people. So I write Celtic. See, <laughs> like, so only Celtic person can get away with shit like that on phone. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, the Celtics. And I go, no, the actual word is Celt. Boston does it wrong. It's just a basketball team. But they say the name wrong. But I'm one of those people. And they're like, yeah, but you're white. And I go, no, we come from all different areas. <laughs> we don't get along with each other at all. <laughs> and I sound like an absolute loon. But I think it's really important that we differentiate. Hey, your version of Asia from China matters. Mm -hmm. yeah. Between the two of you, aren't you half of the world's population? I'm pretty sure we are. And none of us even know where either place is. How crazy <laughs> is that? Do you remember the time I told you where a kid in UCO asked me what I was doing for the summer? And I told him I was going to India to see my mom. And he was like, yeah. oh, I should probably come over there and see you. And I was like, sure. And he was what? like, it was a really long drive. And I was like, drive to where? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, that's awesome. So my my... My my uh, train back from Dallas was literally eight hours of corn. Corn or pawn? Corn. That's every, <laughs> no, C-O-R-N. That's what they were growing. So outside the window, that is a shocking amount of corn. Yeah. And, you know, we use it for feed as well as food. So, you know, it, it makes sense. But eight hours of yeah. corn, C-O-R-N. <laughs> Not K-O-R-N or P-O-R-N. Corn. Thank <laughs> you.